Welcome everyone to Celtic Preacher, podcast 46, and today we're going to be looking at Jesus' teaching on listening to God, uh, receiving guidance, getting direction, which, interestingly enough, Jesus says, isn't difficult. There's no mystery about listening to God, because it's something that we were designed to do. So that's what we're going to be looking at today, and our passage is John 10, and this is, this is the Gospel of John, chapter 10, the good news of John, and this is the passage that speaks about Jesus being like a good shepherd, and we are like sheep. He says, uh, let me just read a couple lines here. This is from John 10. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. And then in verse 4 he says, The shepherd goes ahead of the sheep, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. Because they know his voice. Isn't that interesting? There's no mystery about it. Jesus didn't spend a lot of time going into how we're to listen to God and you know, how we can develop our hearing for God. He said, no, no, no. The sheep have capacity. The sheep, that is us. We're designed to listen to the shepherd. So that's what we're going to be looking at today. Uh, This image of Jesus as the good shepherd. You know, Jesus liked to use common everyday images to help his listeners, to help the first listeners understand what God is like. And so he would use things, the, th- the common things of everyday life. And of course, in Jesus' day, 2,000 years ago, shepherds were a common sight. Now, they might not be, well, depending on what country you live in and depending on where you are, they, the shepherds might not be common to, to us at all, right? But there's a few things, very basic things, that we can say about shepherds. Shepherds protect sheep, Shepherds give security to sheep, and they, they provide for sheep, right? They're making sure they get fed. Now, many of you will be familiar with Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. It's kind of a well-known psalm, which is a song. Gives a, a similar message to this passage, talking about two really important human needs, security and provision. So both in the Old Testament, the First Testament, and the New Testament, the Second Testament, we have God as the shepherd, God like a shepherd, and us like sheep. Now, before I talk about shepherds and sheep, let me mention something about the use of metaphor, especially in John's Gospel. You know, when we're talking about God, because we cannot describe God and really get a handle on God at all, because God is way too big, we can't describe God, what the writers did was, and what we still do is, is that we use metaphor to try and grasp something about God. So John would say things like, um, Jesus is, is, is the bread of life. Or Jesus is living water. 
or uh, God is light. Okay, it's because we can't actually describe God, so we're always working with metaphors. So when you read John's Gospel, it's very helpful to read. When you read this, just even if you go in and just read the first chapter, read it with the eyes of a poet and you'll get on a lot better because as soon as you start to take it literally, you get very confused quickly. Just use, read it as you would read poetry and you'll get on a lot better. Anyway, back to this passage about Jesus being our shepherd and us like sheep. Now, you know that sheep are not the most courageous animals. So the idea that we're like sheep gives us insight into how God can help us with our fears and our insecurities. God didn't say we were like lions or some other fearless creature. God said, you're like sheep. So yes, timid in some aspects. However, well able to listen and to hear the shepherd's voice. So we might might be like sheep, we might be a little timid at times, but we're able to be guided, we're able to be directed. I'm the good shepherd, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, he says. Interesting, isn't it? Very, very clear. No mystery about it. It's all about guidance. There's no mystery. We're designed to listen. We're designed to hear. And then in verse 4, Jesus says, he talks about going on ahead of the sheep, the sheep following him. And he's, of course, referring to the eastern way of shepherding where the sheep, where the shepherd goes on ahead and the sheep follow. Whereas in, that's the eastern way. The western way, as you'll know, those of you who are around sheep, you'll often see the shepherd driving the sheep from behind, right? With the shepherd, with the collie dog, always going from behind. But in Jesus' part of the country, the shepherd always went first and would call the sheep. Now, here's the point I want to make. I'm saying that Jesus is teaching that we can hear the shepherd. So I'm suggesting that it might not be so much that we can't hear the shepherd. Maybe guidance isn't that complicated nor mysterious. Maybe in our heart of hearts we know the right thing to do or say and we just hesitate to do it. And it could be anything. Jesus is very clear that we have capacity to hear, that we have capacity to be led. Now, many of us I know would say, well, that's not true. I mean, it's, it's not easy to, to hear God. It's not easy to know exactly the right thing to do. Uh, it's not that straightforward. Well, what if at some level it is very, very straightforward? And where we get tripped up is, is that we hesitate to do, to put into action what we know we really need to do. 
I mean, what if that's the big thing about guidance that trips us up? I don't know what God's saying, or I don't know where God's leading. I'm not really sure what to do. I can't hear. What if it's not so much that we can't hear, but what if it is more that we don't want to do it? And I'm talking about, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be huge things in our life that we're grappling with. What if it's something simple like, you know, I'm going to finish a project before I take a new project on. I'm scattered. I'm unhappy. I feel pulled in a million directions. And I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop living this way. I'm going to actually finish a project rather than have 10 things going on and never really getting anywhere. You know, if that comes to you, that's guidance, right? Anything that comes to us that is that's, that leads to healing, health, freedom, it's got to be God, right? It's got to be the shepherd. Could be something simple like I'm going to take better care of myself physically. I don't feel, I feel badly about myself. I'm not as fit as I want to be. Or I'm going to change the way that I correct my children. I'm not going to shout and raise my voice anymore. There's got to be another way. Well, that's a guidance thing. Something new is coming to you. Or I'm going to make a change in the way that I deal with this conflict of work because I'm going to address it head on. I'm not going to avoid things anymore. I'm not going to do this passive-aggressive thing anymore. No, I'm not going to avoid things. I'm going to speak and say what I need to say. I'm going to be courageous and just speak and say what I need to say. Well... That's guidance, and that leads to healing. Or I'm going to spend more time with my spouse. I'm not going to withdraw, and I'm not going to shut down. That's a huge thing. You know, if you're the type of person that withdraws and shuts down and just ignores things, and you decide that you're not going to live that way anymore, that's a big deal. That's a huge change. That's a big change in your life, isn't it? that's moving in a good direction. Guidance. These are all, this is all guidance. I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to this particular person or I'm going to uh, commit myself to a daily spiritual practice that actually slows me down and helps me and gives me clarity. I'm going to start doing this. Not because somebody else has told me to do it. Not because I ought to do it. But because I feel something is welling up within me and it's, and it's calling me to this new way. There's so many ways that God speaks to us in ordinary, everyday events. I'm going to change the way I spend money. I'm, I'm not going to needlessly overconsume. I'm simplifying. Why? Not because somebody else has told you, but because you actually have this sense you want to do it it's your desire the stuff is a burden to you you don't enjoy it you don't want it you don't like it and you want out that's listening that's hearing that's guidance everyday common things right maybe maybe it's not so much that we can't hear the shepherd Maybe it's not that we don't know the right thing to do. 
maybe we just hesitate doing what we know we need to do. Or maybe we're scared to do it. Maybe others won't react well. Or maybe, maybe someone will get disappointed or angry if we just don't go along as we always do. Or maybe we'll feel like we'll let someone down. Or maybe they'll think less of us. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that gets in the way of hearing and following the shepherd. It's often just these small, everyday events of life. Yeah, there's lots of things that can get in the way of hearing and then actually moving on to doing. But nonetheless, Jesus is saying here in verse 3, My sheep hear my voice, and I lead them out of the sheepfold. I'm going on ahead of them, and they follow me. It's all about listening and following. It's interesting because Jesus is telling us whatever questions we have, whatever dilemmas we have, whatever we're wondering about, yeah, he said, you, you, you have capacity to hear. That's not the issue. He said, I lead my sheep out of the sheepfold. Now, again, we're dealing with metaphor here, so you have to sort of use your imagination, when you, especially when you read John's Gospel. What's the sheepfold? What is that about? Jesus the shepherd is leading the sheep out of the sheepfold. Well, kind of play with this a little bit in your imagination. The sheepfold is a place to keep sheep. And in the old days, a shepherd might put them in the sheepfold for just a night. So it would be out in the open. There's no roof, just this circular wall, maybe four feet high, made of stone. Well, it is made of stone if you're in Scotland. Other places it would be timber, whatever the local resource is. And the sheepfold is designed for a short stay. Now, imagine this. Use your imagination. You're the sheep. There you are in your nice, cozy sheepfold. It's a familiar place to you. You look around, you recognize the sheep around you. It's safe. It's secure. It's going to be a little cramped, right, and crowded. It's familiar. And then one morning the shepherd gets up. Good shepherd says, okay, everyone, we're off. Come on. I'm leading you to new pasture. Oh, okay. Well, what kind of new pasture? Now, remember, this is a good shepherd. So whatever the shepherd leads is always good. And it's always green. I'm taking you to new pasture. It's always good and it's always green. So you're, just, you're the sheep. You're in the pen. And the shepherd says, okay, come on, let's go picks up his staff. I'm taking you to the pass, the pasture of forgiveness. It's like, where? Yeah. I'm going to take you to the pasture of forgiveness. Well, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go. I, I don't want to talk about forgiveness. I don't want to think about forgiveness. What if I need more time? Or what if they don't deserve it? Or what if they've never apologized? What if they never will? What if they never even admitted that they did anything wrong? I'm not ready for forgiveness. I'm not going to any pasture to forget. Okay, 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 fine. It's okay, little sheep. Hey, if you don't want to go, don't go. Because there's always a choice. 
There's always a choice with a good shepherd. It's like there's two ways to live. You can go off on your own and fend for yourself and stay in your sheep pen. You can try and use your own sheep smarts and make your own decisions and, and, and try your best. Or, or you can stay close to the shepherd and you can start to follow. But if you follow, you're going to be led out of the sheep pen. You're going to be led out of your default way of doing life. And you're going to be led to something new. See, maybe it's not that we don't hear the shepherd's voice. Maybe we don't want to follow. Maybe we don't want to follow. And, you know, if we want, we can stay in the sheep pen, going round and round and round, not getting anywhere. Restricted, cramped, frustrated, blocked, wasting time, wasting years, squandering a life. Yeah, you get to do that. Well, we can if we want to. What if the shepherd says, okay, I'm going to, let's go. I'm going to take you to the pasture, the green pasture of, this could be anything. I'm just giving you some examples. I'm going to take you to the green pasture of patience. Patience. I'm going to teach you to not be so impulsive, to not be so reactive, to not assume that you always know what's best. I'm going to teach you how to slow down so you can receive some well-needed new information. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, if you're the type of person that is impatient and you're quick and you're efficient, there's a high probability that you hate to slow down and wait. And yet, that's going to be the pasture that you will be led to. It's funny in our lives that the very thing that we avoid is often the thing that's needed for growth. You know what I mean? So, like, for example, if you're a person that needs... Um, Oh, let's say you, you're the type of person that loves silent retreats and you just uh, love being on your own and, you, and, and interacting with people is exhausting. The very thing that actually helps is for you to go toward people. <laughs> and then, then the opposite is true. You know, if you're highly uh, extroverted, you love people and you're busy and it's like, you know what, you need to slow down, you need to be quiet and that silent retreat wouldn't be a bad thing after all. And it would be the one thing that you would avoid. It's interesting that the very things that we avoid are the things that bring us healing. So the shepherd, I mean, is leading so many different places. Come on, I'm taking you to the pasture of generosity. You know, I don't need to go there. I like it here. I don't want to go to, I'm not interested in generosity. I, you know, generosity is interesting. I mean, so often... A lack of generosity is all about fear, isn't it? It's about, like the shepherd would say, well, let's look at this fear of not having enough. Yeah, and it needn't be money. You know, people worry about running out of all sorts of things, running out of time to accomplish what they need to accomplish, or running out of energy, or it's a fear of not having enough 
to give, you know, to make it, to, to meet the task. Yeah, there's so many things that, that the way the shepherd leads us. It was Richard Rohr in one of his books, and I can't remember which book it was, but he said that the hard part isn't hearing God. The hard part is presenting our whole self to God without reservation, saying, I'll take your lead, whatever pasture you think is best, shepherd God. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's hard to be an alpha sheep if there is such a thing. Right? It's hard to be an alpha sheep if there is such a thing. Well, here's something to consider about this good shepherd. We are never, this is what came to me this week, we're never led anywhere that would damage us, nor hurt us, nor diminish us. We're talking about a good shepherd who leads us to green pastures, which means that any time we resist the shepherd's lead, Anytime we simply get stubborn or we let fear lead, ultimately, ultimately, we're keeping ourselves from enjoying green pastures. I mean, if the shepherd is only leading us toward the good, the beneficial, the helpful, I mean, God only leads us toward healing. God only leads us toward freedom. So not to follow would hurt us. Not to follow would hurt us. Or to use the, 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 the text language, it keeps us cramped in the sheep pen. When we don't follow, we get stuck in the sheep pen. We get restricted, we're held back, we're confined. We're just going around in circles, you know? We're just doing the same thing year after year, day after day. Who wants to be stuck in a cramped sheep pen? Walking in circles, bumping into the same sheep every day. No, no. Making the same mistakes. No, we don't want that. There's the heart cry. There's the prayer. You know, lead me out of the sheep pen. I'm ready for a change. Lead on, shepherd God. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm ready for more. I'm ready for more. God always leads to something better. Always. That's why he's called the Good Shepherd. That's why he's called the Good Shepherd. Well, thank you for joining me as we look at the wisdom of Jesus for the 21st century. Join with me again next week for another episode.